and he could tell like i just rolled up i'm like oh no i'm 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 doing good i'm doing good he's like hey, andrew guess what man got a got a date tonight is that what happened did you walk in and he was like hey how's it going good to see you guess what guess what i got a I date i got a fucking date dickhead i can't i have to leave because i have a date meanwhile i'm just i'm like I, was it like that or were you like how's it going what's going on and he was like oh, i'm a little nervous i got a date tonight no no he was like i got a, i got a date tell and me exactly what happened me, tell, me, tell me. me exactly what happened no he was he was like i gotta leave at seven i got a thing tonight i got a date i was like a date he's like yeah i got this tinder thing going on i don't know where i'm supposed to i don't even know where we're going he told me that they're going to the the paleo uh, cafe or some shit. I was like, is that a thing? What is that? They give you a crossbow and you have to shoot a deer and then rip it apart. And I was like, what is that? And he's like, oh, I don't know. It's like a place I went to. I don't know. We haven't decided where we want to go. And I was like Googling like paleo cafe. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't know. I think he just made it up. Yeah. I think he's trying, <laughs> he's trying to fuck with me. And it, but he's still like, no, I got a thing. He's like planting a seed there. And then later he'll call you and be like, turns out it's a double date, but her, her friend's date left. Why don't you meet us at the paleo cafe? If you can find it in 10 minutes. Click. I was like, oh, oh, okay. oh, oh God. Paleo. <laughs> paleo. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew, and you are listening to a little ditty we like to call Episodic Memories. Sitting across from me, that's right, it's the principal of television, one Mark Gonzalez. That's correct. Hello, everybody. Now, when I say principal, like, are you the principal role? I wanted or... to ask you, is it principal I think or it's, principal? I think it's the principal. Like, okay, I think... so I am your friend. So I'm running I'm, I'm running this business. I'm think... running this school. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm popping in at the, what is it, the pep rallies and, like, quarterback picks me up and i'm like oh no oh no, no. And, and then, then like you're you're always like uh-oh if we all have a great pep rally yeah. i'm gonna shave my head like wouldn't that what? be zany whoa everybody bring one can good and if we can fill this truck i am gonna show up with a rainbow wig and suspenders to school <laughs> yeah exactly so that's so in, in your so case it's like if you guys watch the next episode of the Mindy Project, guess what I'm gonna do? I am gonna eat a bug. What? Eee! Don't eat the bug. Eee! Just watch the episode. You're gonna see me eat that bug. You want to see me eat the bug? <sighs> All right. Well, remember, go to your homerooms and remember to watch the Mindy Project, and I'm gonna eat a bug. So that's what you. Yeah. So that's what you do. You like show up to. I imagine you go to like the Sony lot or the Universal lot. And you you can, just start making these claims. Yeah, you can often find me outside of the Paley Center in a dunk take, <laughs> screaming at people. Yeah. about New Girl. <laughs> take the shot! Take the shot! You can't! You gotta watch New Girl if you want to see if you want to see me fall in the water. Wow! Yeah, that's me. I thought I ate the bug. I think he's kind of dreamy. Ew! Gross! He's going to shave his head. Mark, how have you been? What have you been up to these past fortnight? Um, the past month? Didn't we talk? Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks is a fortnight, right? No, it's four. What is uh, What am I thinking of then? 
I don't score. know. Score. A, a score. A, sc- a score is 20 day is 20. I thought, wait, I thought a fortnight was two weeks. It's no. a month? Yeah. Why isn't it just called a month? Brits, man. I think you're wrong. Look it up. All right, I'm going to look it up. But tell me how you're... As you look it up, I will tell you what I did. I watched Jodorowsky's Dune. Uh, That's a documentary about Dune. It's a documentary about this guy in in the early 70s who wanted to make an adaptation of Dune. And the movie itself is okay because it's all about how this guy was kind of crazy. Like he was an experimental filmmaker and somebody liked his... It's two months? Two weeks. That's weird. Two weeks. Two months. Okay. Fortnite. Noun. British. A period of two weeks. Informal. Used after the name of a day to indicate that something will take place two weeks after that day. Okay. I was wrong. Good job. Um, Now you got to shave your head. Now I have to (laughs) shave. Now I got to eat that bug. Got a bug over here for you. <laughs> so you saw this documentary. I've heard good things about this documentary. Yeah, I was. Uh, I ended up being kind of disappointed because really, yeah, because the whole documentary is like this guy was really obsessed with getting this thing made. He was really crazy. Uh, he wanted his son to play the lead role, and in order to get his son ready for it, he basically took his son out of conventional schooling and put him into like swords sword training and um yeah tra- sword, meditation swordsman. yeah you and know. like a, like a, he wanted his son to become a warrior so that he could play this part and it's the part he's born to play his son was like I, he was like 10 at the time or something it's really bizarre <laughs> so, anyways yeah he gets he goes to like famous people and he convinces famous people to be in the movie or to agree to be in the movie like Salvador Dali and um, Orson Welles and he convinces them in unusual and weird ways and then uh, beef burgers beef burgers and then you get to the end of the movie the like last fifteen minutes and he goes and then we went to the studios to get some money and they wouldn't fund it the end. And the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree with the studios. Like, you shouldn't. He goes to all of these studios and he's like, give me $20 million. I'm a crazy experimental film director. And they all go, we're going to pass. Are you sure? Because I think like Salvador Dali sitting on a toilet as like the king of Dune. Wasn't that a thing? Isn't that a big... Like, I heard the story that, like, Salvador Dali wanted to do a bunch of goofy shit for this movie. Right? Yeah, he wanted to do a bunch of goofy shit, and he wanted to be paid... He wanted to be the highest paid actor on the planet. Yeah. With no acting experience. And Sounds great. So they figured out a way to where, like, he'll be in seven... They would pay him per minute of filming, or, like, mm-hmm. per minute of on-screen presence. So they only gave him seven pages, but they were going to pay him more than anybody else. So like at a, you know, they weren't going to pay more for him. They were just going to, I don't know. Technically he's Tec- the te- most based, valuable based, based on, on screen time, screen time yeah. per pay. Yeah. He's yeah, the yeah, most I valuable. What you're saying. That's so, how I, that's how I do my deals when I work. Yeah. I'm like, look, I'm going to do the least amount of work around here, but, but compared the to the amount of work I'm doing, yeah. I'm going to get paid the most. Right. Like, 
I'm really going to stretch that dollar out. So like it's it's fun to watch and be like, oh, maybe this would have been a good movie, but it probably would have just been a fucking 1970s yes. experimental movie. Like it probably would have sunk the whatever studio paid for it. So it would have been like the Heaven's Gate of probably worse, to be honest. What was the what was the production company that was getting pitched this? All of them. Every single one? Every one of them. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the thing, uh, the other thing that they kind of leave out until the very end is they made this production booklet that's really beautiful. They made a production booklet uh, with like drawings by H.R. Geiger. Yeah. And a comic book artist and a lot of people. And it was basically just this very detailed book. And like, that's what I would like to see the movie about is all the work that goes into this book. But it's kind of an afterthought. And so they would send that to everybody, and they'd be like, wow, this is really interesting. This is pretty good. How much do you want? Yeah, no. No, they did make a Dune movie, though, right? Yes. But it's not this one that they wanted to put together. No, it ends, it's the actual Dune movie is much more faithful to the novel. the novel than this one, which is still not very faithful. And that one was directed by David Lynch. Mm-hmm. It's also a big mess. But like... <laughs> I don't know. You're supposed to be think about what a great movie this could have been and how influential it could have been, but I just come out of it thinking this would have just not worked. This would have been a mess. This guy, this is an experimental filmmaker. He's used to making stuff with like 50 grand. Mm-hmm. You give him $20 million in 1974, like it's probably not going to yeah, work out. You're going to get a movie, man. And then they kept pointing out like if this movie was supposed to come out in 1975, that's two years before Star Wars. Think about how influential it could have been. But you're assuming that this movie would have been as successful as Star Wars. And from what I'm looking at, it would not. Even more. It would not because Star Wars is so incredibly accessible across any language. Well, it's kind of like um, I, was, I saw that there's a Kickstarter getting together for like a documentary about Superman Lives. Superman Lives. Yeah, there's a couple of documentaries about this. The best one that I've ever seen about this subject, like failed movies. The only one that I think is any good is Lost in La Mancha. Yeah, that's which, a good one. But what makes that one great is that it's all happening in front of you. Yes, that they just showed up. They didn't expect it to be the folly that it was. They yeah, was they like, thought these hey, guys... Terry Gilliam's going to do Man of La Mancha. Let's fucking go and let's we'll watch do, it. I think it was supposed to be for the DVD. They're like, make a behind the scenes for the DVD. Yeah. And then you get to see Terry Gilliam just lose his mind as his movie falls apart over the course of yeah. 10 days, I think. Basically, because they had a bunch of sets and then it rained really hard and it ruined their sets. And then their lead actor got hemorrhoids and couldn't ride a he horse couldn't ride a horse and he got sick so he was out and then johnny depp was like you got me for two weeks because i'm gonna do some stupid pirate movie it's probably not even worth my money but you know i'm here but and i'm here like, and i want to do it but then it's raining so they can't shoot anything and then yeah then at that point they run out of money and then the footage actually gets purchased by like a separate house yeah like somebody has there's footage shot but somebody, some other a rights holder owns it because they the production went under. Yeah. So, yeah, they, it just doesn't exist. It's this weird. I agree. That's Lost in La Mancha is a great documentary. But there's this Superman Lives documentary that's on Kickstarter. Yeah. Where uh, it was this, like... 1997, yeah, Tim Burton Tim was Burton, supposed to make. And then, like, Kevin Smith wrote a treatment. A bunch of writers wrote a treatment. Nick Cage was supposed to play Superman. Yeah. They have There's, like... 
like uh, footage of this weird light up suit that he was supposed to have. Yeah, and- a bizarre suit and mulleted Superman, and there's it's there's like test footage of him flying that looks pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Considering it's 1997, but. Uh, it's interesting to see something that massive gets so many names attached and then the fact that we have test footage exists and then nothing happens until Superman returns in 07, right? That sounds right, yeah. So, I don't know. It's interesting. But All right, we've wasted a lot of time. Mark, speaking of storybook fairy tale endings, boy, do I have some news for you. Please share. We're talking about the ABC television show Once Upon a Time. Yes, we are. Once Upon a Time. Andrew, I have seen billboards for this show for years. Decades, it feels like. When did this show start? This show started in 2011. Okay, yeah, I was still living at my old place. Yeah, so what did you think going into Once Upon a Time? Uh, I had heard that, actually, I I hadn't heard that much about the show. I didn't know a lot about the show, but Mm -hmm. from what I would read on like the front page of IMDB or entertainmentweekly.com, uh, they would always be mentioning like, who's going to be playing what role for one episode. Yeah. And so I kind of got the idea that the way that this show probably works is somewhere between one and six characters walk through storybook land and come across different storybook characters who have one to two episode arcs. Yeah. That's kind of what I assumed. Yeah. That's... And it would be like, okay, they got some D lister. They got Gordon Ramsay <laughs> to play the Dr- mad Dracula. hatter to play Dracula. Yes. Damn, 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 damn. Look at your neck. It's atrocious. You big boy over here. Damn. It's raw. Yeah. I, I bit your neck. I bit your neck. It's raw. It's red now. Now get out of here. Big boy. You, 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 you. Fuck off. <gasps> That's how he sends Van Helsing away. Oh. <laughs> he just points right <laughs> he at him. He just points at him. Um, so, uh, yeah, that kind of, that makes sense. That's what I assumed it was going to be. I also knew that there was some uh, controversy years ago, or what, right when the show premiered, because there's a comic book series called Fables. Mm-hmm. That has been, I, I don't know if you're aware of this or if you found this in your research. I know you researched I do. Extensively. I've heard, yeah, I heard a little bit about this lawsuit that they're like, hey, this is kind of what we do. This is kind of our thing. Yeah, this comic book writer has this long running series called Fables, where, and the story goes that he had a meeting with somebody at ABC and they were like, we'd like to do Fables, the TV series. And he was like, that sounds great. And they're like, all right, we'll give you a call. And then just him just expecting him staring right. at the phone. Here we go. He comes home. His wife is there. He's like, honey, buy the new house. <laughs> The uh, cocaine house? Yes. Yes. All the cocaine houses. We can afford drugs now. And as he's watching his cocaine television and yeah. sees Once Upon a Time, he's like, wait, wait a minute. Wait Was my name on this? Where did I? Uh... Is this the cocaine talking? This has got to be the cocaine talking. But yeah, you know, I, I've read a lot, of fa- a lot of fables and having watched the show, similarities are striking. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's uh, in the grand tradition of ABC being like, hey, we should talk about your show. And they're like, oh, cool. And like, we're going to kind of do our own thing. Or we could do our own thing and not pay you. So that's an option. It's on the table. Yeah. I think we're going to take I it. I think we can do we that. We should probably take that. So, Mark, let's talk about Once Upon a Time, the little segment we like to call, 
Hey, 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 what's going on here? Hey, 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 what is going on here? Mark, for your knowledge, Once Upon a Time uh, premiered in 2011. The episode that we watched for today's episode was entitled Tallahassee. Yes. Season 2, Episode 6, Once Upon a Time created by Edward Kitsis, uh, Lost producer and co-writer of Tron Legacy. Oh, I love Tron Legacy. And Adam Horowitz, Lost producer and other co-writer of Tron Legacy. Oh, so, you can see the similarities between Lost and Once Upon a Time. Yeah. If, if, if I may be so bold. And I think that you can see the similarities between Lost, uh, co- uh, Tron Legacy and Once Upon, <laughs> Once a, Upon a, Time. a Time. Yeah. That uh, Jeff Daniels thinks that... <laughs> that Jeff Daniels loves the special loves effects the special in effects. both. <laughs> Had nothing to do with either <laughs> one of them. They're great. Look at the. I, I just looked great. I, I thought I, I looked was, good. I was yeah. doing a stage production. I don't know why you're... Moonlight to Escanaba. I don't know why you're asking me, me but yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> um, I got rehearsals for Newsroom coming up here, but yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Looks good. Uh, this this episode, Tallahassee, was written by Christine Bolin, who was written for this show. The this one. Castle. She's written several episodes of Castle. And the TNT hit series, Leverage. <laughs> Which maybe one day we will watch. One day. Oh, I, I want to know what they're going to leverage. What are they, they going to leverage in this do you, episode? Do you think they'd leverage themselves at a certain point? I don't know. Ah, and uh, co-written also by Jane Espenson, who created the spinoff Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. She is the writer and co-creator of Warehouse 13 on Sci-Fi. She's also written episodes for Torchwood, Battlestar Galactica, Gilmore Girls, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So. So it seems like there's a lot of talent going into this episode, right? Yes, yes, very much so. This episode aired on November 4th, 2012. So Mark, let's jump right in. Yeah. We open up with a very quick recap that does nothing but make me more confused about what the fuck fuck is happening in that this is, show that is exactly what i thought i like we see there's like a kid he's like oh he saved me uh-oh this guy's here they're on fire what the you're, president you're my favorite customer <laughs> hi dougie <laughs> and uh, it goes by so fast they like set us thing on fire and then there's a little kid and then there's a guy and there's like, two guys uh-oh. on a boat and one guy stabs another guy <laughs> and then the other guy laughs and then we keep going and i don't know if do we see both guys in the next episode in this episode I don't, I don't know i don't know they all run together for me so i don't i don't know what's going on but it does end with a striking image of a beanstalk yes. and they're like oh my god it's the beanstalk and when i saw that Doing a beanstalk. We're doing here. a beanstalk. We're doing a beanstalk. We're doing a jack thing here, guys. When I saw that, the first thing that I thought was, "Oh, I think I know what the, how this show works." Mm. Which was at the end of every episode, you get an image of what the next episode is going to play with. Yeah, that was that was what that told me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is unique, but I have the very strong feeling that at the end of every episode, they're like, "Now we're going to." We're doing a we're bean, going to we're doing a beanstalk land. And then before that, they're like, "It's a pirate we're ship going for to, some we're reason." We're going to Tomorrowland, guys. We're <laughs> we're, we're going to blast some ass. We're going to go to the edge of tomorrow. Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters. Yeah, um, it's a rocket rod. <laughs> Remember that? We did it. We're doing it. We're doing a thing. Brought to you by Goodyear. <laughs> 
Chevron presents Autotopia. <laughs> it's the people remover. <laughs> we start with our cold open here. Three girls, four four, girls, four, four, women. four women, and a guy roll up on this beanstalk. I, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, they explain that they got to get the beanstalk to get some kind of fucking magic compass. They need the compass. We need the compass, guys. That, this, this was like an economy of storytelling and dialogue that I enjoyed. Because at least even being dropped into this show, I know, okay, we need a compass. Because I think someone even said, I think what they say is like, we need to go up there. There's a giant. He's got a compass. If we have the compass, we can leave. Evil giants who made magic portal beans. Why doesn't anyone just go up and grow some more? Because one giant survived. The strongest, the most terrible of them all. Now we have to get past him to... The magic compass. Indeed. The treasure remains, and amongst it is the compass. Now it will guide us to your land. And I was like, okay. Got it. I know I what's going to happen I know in this what's episode. Happening. Got it. Thank you. It's a little clunky, but at least I know what we're doing. Let's go. So well, the guy... Pulls out a, uh, a he has like a like a wrist guard it's a He's gauntlet like, or something. The beanstalk is enchanted. We can't climb it, but I got one of these magic doohickeys that lets me climb it. And one of you ladies one is gonna get the other lug- one. Lucky ladies. Uh, so that's a lady thing. number one. What would you do if you had a night with the gauntlet? With the gauntlet. Well, I don't know, but Ooh. I'm. What kind of ice cream <laughs> would the gauntlet be? Lady number one, uh, pistachio. Oh, yeah. I'm liking that. I'm liking the sound of that. Yeah, all right. Lady number two, uh, vanilla bean. Well, you sound nice. And lady number three, Rocky Road. Woo! Oh! <laughs> That's basically what the show is. In the butt? <laughs> um, In the butt, Bob. <laughs> So they're gonna, I also like that they take his word for it. They're like, F- yeah, it's nobody magic. tries. It, sure, <laughs> not a single person says "fuck you" and tries to climb it and then falls off, which is what I would have. They all just go, "Okay, all right, we got forty-four minutes here. Let's let's do it." In a very limited special effects budget, if you say it's enchanted, that's sure. good enough for Sounds me. Sounds great. We flash back uh, to Portland eleven, 11 years, ago. years ago. We see that the blonde woman that was hanging out with these girl, these, this group of people. I was, honestly uh, thought it was Hacker Blonde <laughs> from, from Arrow. Arrow. I had to check IMDb and be like, "Was that the same woman?" She's always wanted to hack the FBI. <laughs> I've always wanted to hack Storybook Land. Get the fuck out! <laughs> All right, but I could do it. Motherfucker! Uh, she shows up and um, she steals a yellow VW bug. Yeah. And as she's driving away, she finds out, oh my God. There's a guy in the there's back. There's a snake in my boot. There's a guy in the back and he's like, hey, you could just ask me for the keys. That's the end of your cold open. Act one. We find out that the girl in the car is named Emma. And we find out the guy in the back seat is named Neil. Yeah. Neil and Emma begin flirting with each other, and then they get pulled over. The cop, she comes up to the side of the car, but uh, and it looks like, uh-oh, fuck, Emma's busted. Emma and Neil are both worried. Yes. I wonder why Neil would be worried. Neil sweet-talks the cop by convincing him that all women can't drive. License and registration. Hi. Terribly sorry, officer, but this is actually my car. I'm, I'm trying to uh, teach my girlfriend how to drive stick. She's got a lot to learn. I know, but you know, women, 
Not I hear you. It's a warning. This time. Yeah. Am I right? He almost Am said. I, right? this, I think he does. Guy I think knows. he does say to the cop. Am I right? <laughs> this guy. He should have bought. This fucking guy knows. Lights a cigarette. Oh. He leans this. against the car and he's like, let me tell you something oh, about. Tell me about this. The women, man. Let me tell you, they got legs that go all the way up, but their brains, they're all the way down. Am I right? This fucking guy. Women yeah. in this town are like parking. <coughs> the good yes. ones are taken. The other ones Bad are disabled. Ones are full of potholes. And the available ones are just way too far. You guys want to? You guys want to get like a burg or something? I got. I'm buying. I got some stuff to hash out here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <okay>. All right. <laughs> They're trying to sneak out as he's just. Yeah. I guess it all started with my mother. Oh See? God! Please, officer, don't. Please don't. So, um, oh, am I right? Turns out the car was already stolen. Sound of like gunshots coming over his radio. We need all available. You know, uh, turns just, it down. Like, look, I got more important things to deal with. So, anyway, my first ex-wife. Look, she, whatever she tells you, she is a fucking lie. Mm. Big fucking lie. So, what actually happens? <laughs> the cop leaves and they drive away. But Neil reveals, uh oh, the car was already the stolen. The car was only stolen. So Emma yeah. stole a stolen car. We go back to storybook land, and Emma is going to go with the guy who we find out is Captain Hook. To us, the first time viewer, that's Captain Hook. As soon as I saw that he didn't, he didn't have a hand, I was like, Captain Hook, probably? It's probably Captain and Hook. And it is Captain Hook. Either that or it's um, the guy from Kingpin, Munson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mulan. Or it's Luke Skywalker, I guess. I, it could. It probably should be. It, next season. Could have been. I'm going to guess yeah. it's Luke Skywalker. Mulan. Yes, Mulan we is here, We find out everybody. that one of the people is Mulan. Mulan gives Emma a big bat- bag of poppy dust to knock the giant out. Which feels racist. Kind of. Yeah. The, the white woman is like, there's a, there's a giant up there who I need to knock out. Mulan? Do you have any opiates on your person? That's, I I mean I I do, I do. but I, I feel really uncomfortable. Approx- that I have approximately three pounds of opiates in my bag here. But I but, feel I feel bad that you're singling me out on yeah. this one. And then she throws it and she goes, "Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Some hot shots." <laughs> So uh, Emma tells Mulan secretly that if she's not back in 10 hours, she wants her to cut down the beanstalk. Because giants are dangerous. Giants are dangerous. Like their seeds do some fucking thing. They can like know. open portals. I don't Something. know what the fuck is happening. I don't really know what's going on, but they, the way the information is delivered in this show, it just washes over me. Yeah. And I just accept it. And I'm like, like, yeah, okay, that makes fine. sense. They grow beanstalks and then go to portals or sure. fucking yeah, bullets. I'm sure that's that sounds great. Let's go. Awesome. Here we go. Let's get up there. Then they start climbing. End act one. Beginning act two. We are mid climb with Emma and Captain Hook. Captain Hook believes Emma is a little bit like the Lost Boys in Neverland. Yeah. Because she's kind of an orphan and doesn't have a lot of people and you can see it in her eyes. He kinda yeah, he casually mentions that he's spent a lot of time with uh with the Lost with Boys. A lot of young boys. A lot of lost boys <laughs> in Neverland. And you're like, Oh, all right. Uh, all right, all right. I don't is know that, Is that another portal? Did he open up? Well, I don't know what this what they're reimagining of that is. Yeah. So like it just raises a lot of questions vampires. for me. Like these hang okay. vampires. Yeah. Corey Haim. Back in Portland, Neil and Emma 
are at a convenience store, and we can see that they are both thieves. They're big yeah. fucking thieves. They decide to... They rip off a small business owner. Can, yeah, they go into a convenience store. Neil distracts the owner while Emma decides to steal some stuff. A fucking narc! Some narc... Real jerk comes real in. Real fucking idiot walks in, and he notices that Neil's stealing stuff while he's distracting the guy. And he's like, hey! That guy just... And then Emma comes around, and she pretends she's pregnant. She's like, oh, Lordy, I'm having a baby! Uh, and they they get out of there real quick, and he's like, those guys just ripped you off, man. And then he's like, what? And, and then they go in the car, and they make out. They just kind of hang out, like, right across the street. Like, if like I was go! The, if I was the shop owner, I'd be, oh, there they are. Oh. <laughs> they probably were just well, getting their wallets, if I had to take a guess. Number real Here we go. Yeah. Yellow VW, VW bug. bug. That's that pretty. That shouldn't be hard to spot. Uh, all right. Well, here, they seem to be very and familiar with each other. Okay. Now they're banging. Now okay. they're clearly banging. All right. Well, some she, family that baby's gonna come into. Am I is, right? This is a very generous lover. Fucking narc over here. No, you're not getting anything for free either. No. Why would I? And then they choose to get out of there. They drive to a motel. To a motel. And sneak into there. A no-tell motel. In order to shower and go over their. their no, they were just gonna bang. Well, he he they he tells her they got twenty minutes. They got twenty minutes, and he goes, and "Do you like, want to shower first before says, we bang?" Oh, what gonna, else would they be they doing? Gonna bang? I don't know. They were going to clean up. I don't know. They're, they're like, going to clean. They're like, no, they're like, you know, if you're homeless and you want to take a, sh- you haven't taken a shower in a couple of days, oh. you sneak into a hotel room, you take a shower, you take your poop and a fucking, not or a, co- like, not like a, a coffee can. Like a goddamn human being. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, we got to go. We got to yeah. get out of here as opposed to, all right, they're going to sneak in and bang and then, then shower before banging. You want to shower after, <laughs> after banging. banging. That's a good point. That's silly. So uh, they sneak in. But Neil is like, maybe we shouldn't go through with all this fucking bullshit all the time. How about we settle down? Like, that could be a thing we could do. And I was like, oh, my God, we could settle down. Now we're married. (laughs) I love you forever. Uh Ever. Uh Forever. (laughs) So um, he finds a, a map of the United States, like a children's map of the United States. And he's like, close your eyes, pick a spot. Wherever you pick, that's where we'll move to and we'll start a new life. Yeah. And of all fucking places, she picks maybe the worst place in the world, Tallahassee, Florida. Florida. I don't know if you've ever been to Florida, Mark. Oh, I've been to Florida. Awful. It is Every awful square inch. existence to live in Florida. Whenever I read a news story in, that's like, Florida's going to be underwater in 20 years. I'm Good. Like, please. Start this. Please start. do. You could show up with a bucket just starting everything. Yeah. You're yeah, done. Let's get this thing over You're with. You're done. Um, and, but they're really excited about it, she which might, really surprises me. They would have been better off if she had pointed right into the, the, the Gulf of Mo- yeah, the, <laughs> Mexico. Like, Just one live inch old lower. Oil rig. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Live in the bathosphere. Sure. Uh, so, but they, I guess maybe maybe they're feigning excitement out of each other's feelings. Like, if someone, if, oh. if like the love of my life came up and is like, Andrew, we're moving to Tallahassee. I'd be like, oh. Yeah. Boy, oh, boy. now I what can... is that? The Tallahassee—that is incredible. I, I, there's very little sales tax. I think there's no sales tax, so that's good. There's also uh, there's not a lot of um, how far are we from the Marlins? There's not a lot of ethics also in Florida. So no. like low sales tax, low no ethics. ethics. 
uh, self-respect and esteem are down really low. So too. maybe that's where these two criminals deserve to be together. That, that it's just the, the it's a hive of villainy. Yeah. You won't find the a more wretched hive <laughs> of scum yes, and villainy. Yes, they're going to the most isolated cantina. <laughs> we start acting. Florida really is America's uh, Australia. Yes, our, all that we, we originally founded by criminals. Yeah, our our Australia unfortunately is attached to us still. It's we've been trying to separate it for years and just kick it off and let it just float adrift, but no. somehow it manages to wreck public elections every single time it gets its its grubby little hands on it. So now that we took a big dump on Florida, we which. S- I wish I could physically do. Oh my goodness! Imagine if you were a giant enough to just take a giant steaming Shoot. load, just a fucking fat just shit drop on that the, right on, on Orlando. Orlando. Improve the place if you, if yeah. you ask me. Make it cool. Step in least. the right direction. That's what not I'm as saying. muggy. To have a big turd sitting on it. <laughs> Act three starts. Mulan makes a sundial to in order to keep tabs on how much time has passed. Yeah. While. Uh, uh, the other girls, Snow White, who we find out is Snow White, and yeah. Sleeping Beauty, decide to take naps and sleep while they're waiting for Emma to show back up. Yeah. Snow White talks with uh, Sleeping Beauty about sleeping curses, because, you know, fuck, why not? What else are we sure, going to do? We yeah. got this in common. Uh, basically, Sleeping Beauty says that she's had she doesn't like to sleep because she has bad dreams, and Snow White says, I've had sleeping curses, too. That's the side effect of sleeping curses. We're all about magic on this show. Am I right? Duh, we're storybook princesses. That's my impression of uh, yeah. Once Upon a Time. That's you don't a, need to... My impression of Charmed, which is another show that's in this very same vein that I fucking hate. You really don't need to drop in the audio for that, because that was pretty that's, much that's what pretty Jennifer much, Goodwin duh, said. storybook princesses. Charmed is, is, instead of that, it's, duh, we're witches. Ah, I've got this charmed, cursed amulet. Ah, I'm a witch. That's that show. Yeah. Sorry, I have a bone to pick with that show. Sure. At the top of the beanstalk, Hook and Emma arrive. Hook decides to mend a cut on Emma's hand. Barely winded. Have you ever climbed anything, Have Andrew? I ever climbed anything straight up and down? No, but I think I would be just absolutely exhausted. I and I will tell you, 20 feet up, you're done. You're done. There's no way you're climbing a mile-high beanstalk and, being, and then popping up at the top and being like, all right, let's all fucking right. find Here this we giant, I guess. Fuck, shit. Uh, Hook is flirting with Emma, and she, she's like, "Am I gonna let this guy into my heart?" Yeah, like that's we can we see what's happening here. We see a thing yeah. happening here. Uh, in back in Portland, eleven years ago, Neil finds out that he's wanted. Apparently, he stole some watches from a former boss, and now he's got he got caught on surveillance tape. And so, wanted posters have started going up all over Portland. But he stole these like a year ago. Yeah, he, like, wants, he wants his watch back. The plausibility of this guy who stole like seventy-five grand—I don't know, seventy-five grand worth of goods—and mm-hmm. uh, is still having wanted posters put up all over the place is ridiculous. It's it was so ridiculous to me that I was like, "This guy's conning her." Yeah, you think he made right? Uh, like yeah, he he was, he was trying to get. He's like, "I gotta, I gotta blow, man." Because he so. just shows up and he's like, "I'm still wanted. I'm bad for you. Guts, go, babe." They Bye. spelled wanted wrong on the poster. Oh, you're, it was real fast. It was a real you're, fast. You're warted. <laughs> um, she suggests that apparently he stowed these watches away at some in some uh, 
locker. Why does it say Getty images on this picture? <laughs> it's just a man eating a sandwich. Yeah. Just uh, I was hoping, and, and it's just Ipsum Lorem from the bottom of it. <laughs> crumples it up. Uh, uh, well, you know, I they, hate even. There was probably a temp one. They, they're, they're, they'll put up more. There's gonna be a lot of them. Obama. Fucking Obama, am I right, baby? Let's go fucking go what to What year is this? <laughs> oh, uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> Let's go back to the motel. Yeah. Um, so uh, Neil wants to leave. He's like, I got to go to Canada. Meanwhile, Emma suggests, well, why don't I get the watches? We can fence them, and then we can move to Tallahassee. Just the like jewel, we always dreamed the jewel of. jewel of Florida. <laughs> if I had to choose between Canada and Tallahassee, I'd be like, Canada, Canada, ahoy! Literally any part of Canada, like yeah, even the like we're talking like far, far north, flung Northwest Territories, like where there's no the prairie, yeah, as opposed to living in Tallahassee, Florida. Jesus Holy Christ. shit! I can't imagine anything. People worse. in Florida have like alligators for pillows, and like mosquitoes show mm-hmm. up to bar mitzvahs. It's like true. they they're invited. It's weird. It's a weird way to run a state. I'm saying because the, the mosquitoes are man-sized yeah. is what I'm trying to yeah. say. They're big bugs, and it's really hot and muggy down there. Back at the beanstalk, Hook makes some noise in order to lure out the giant. The giant they don't have a word for swamp ass. It's just, it's just what your ass is like. It's just what like. it is. You're, it, it, you're just in a constant state of swamp it's ass. Just, it's like Niagara just flowing out of your ass. People have gutters that are running from the they back. Have rain of their, gutters, yeah. Running from the back of the butt of their pants down to the ground. And it's just, it's just a deluge of ass sweat just flowing into the streets. That's so Tallahassee. It's, it's, that, that, is, is Florida. that is Florida. That is Tallahassee specifically. I've, it's, it's, it's. I couldn't be if I if I've I spent a lot of time in Florida and it is awful. I couldn't be more truthful. That's the thing. Yeah. I couldn't be more truthful. Back at the top of the beanstalk, Hook decides to make a distraction to lure out the giant. The giant comes stomping out, and lo and behold, who is it? D-lister Hurley from Lost. Jorge Garcia from Lost. Uh, it is Hurley from Lost, and if he's a fucking giant now, I don't know. And it's some of the worst. It's giant really effects it's really bad ever green seen. screening. Where he's like, I'm a giant, and they're shooting all low angle stuff, and it's all composited it's, together. Yeah, it's low angle, but the camera's really close so that his face fills up the whole frame. But like, it just looks like shit. It looks bad. Hook distracts Hurley, and Emma knocks him out with the dust, and that's the end of that act. Act yeah. four. At the base of the beanstalk, Sleeping Beauty is having a bad dream. Snow White wakes her up, and they talk about this fucking dream that I guess is going to become more important later, probably. It's a very Lynchian dream. There's a red like, room with red curtains, and the curtains were on fire, and, and there's the a little, little person man in was it talking, talking backwards. backwards. He says that her brand of gum has arrived, hmm. and then, you know, how you do. They, they have great They're, they're at they the White Lodge. There. Yeah, it's strange. Coffee here is great. Kyle McLaughlin just keeps running in from one room to the next. <laughs> Nobody knows what the hell is going on here. Emma and Hook. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, back at the top of the beanstalk, Emma and Hook are looking for this fucking compass. The, 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 the giant has a bunch of treasures, and they're like, "Well, let's find the fucking compass." Back in Portland, eleven years ago, Emma is heading to the locker with the stolen watches in them. She yes. unlocks it. She takes the watches and she walks the fuck out. Right out. Um, they back at the beanstalk. That was that scene. I guess we're trying to see parallels between the fortune room and the Jack and the giant stuff. And this is the fortune and it's for her lover. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know what they're trying to do here. Um, back in the giant's place, Emma prevents Hook from tripping a tripwire. They find a sword. One of the most obvious tripwires. It, it was I've like ever a. Seen. It was like it was like a crew member forgot to run a cable correctly. Yeah, like, that's what it looks like. It's this big rope, just kind of just like oh whoa, we almost tripped on that. And if he would have tripped on that, he almost would have tripped on like. You know, like an armchair. Like there's like an armchair in the middle of the room. It's roughly and he just yeah. ran headlong into it and right over. the size over. of a chair. Uh, so they also find the corpse of Jack, the giant killer, yeah. and his sword, which is really strong, I guess, and I don't know. also is very clearly labeled Jack. Jack. <laughs> yeah. He might have. Apparently, Jack went into battle with a name tag strapped across his chest that said, "Hello, my name is Jack, the giant I, killer. I'm going to kill a giant. I am." I am become giant now killer. I am become giant killer. Back in Portland, eleven years ago, Emma. At what point do you just become sick of this jump? This Portland storyline because it's so obvious, and I'm like, it's don't give a shit. I just this is the, stay in storybook is, land. I don't care. The what's lost. Happening. This is lost. Like this is what Lost did is they would introduce characters and then they would like go back into flashbacks and, and show, show off like oh my god it's that character yeah. and in this in this show it's a double meaning because like they'll be like oh here's this fucking mean guy and then we see him in storybook land and it's like oh he's the prince charming or you know whatever yeah, the fuck and we're it like is. oh i know not to trust him because he's bad he's bad over here but now he's in this land whoa boy duh we're storybook princesses <laughs> back in portland yes <laughs> Emma's got the watches. Neil uh, takes them. He's going to go and meet the fencer and tells Emma to meet him at a parking structure at 9 p.m. sharp. He runs out. He gives her one of the stolen watches. He runs out. Yes, he does. Uh, and he's chased by a dude who we don't know who stops him. And he's like, uh, you better keep- leave, leave Emma alone. She has a destiny that I'm protecting her from or something. Ushering her towards Neil's like, I love her, man. And he's like, well, fuck off. And that's the end of the act. I We're probably supposed to know who this guy is if we watch previous episodes. He also shows him a box. Well, that's... that's Is that the next thing? Let me get there. Okay. Top Act 5. Top Act 5. <laughs> the guy says that he's been looking for Emma for the past two years. Uh, and uh, he like gives some cock and bull story about, well, we were like together in the orphanage, but it seems like he's got more sinister, more inside plans than that. Yeah, I don't know. This guy's like, do you believe in... And then he's like, then he straight up asks uh, Neil, do you believe in magic? <laughs> she has a destiny. And you, this life, you're going to keep her from it. Okay. You believe in magic? Take it, you do. So will you. Which I expected. Are you ready for some magic? magic? Are you ready for a good time? And now, the man of the hour. Oh man, that's that's cold. That's, that's a, no, that's, no. He's a nice he's, guy. That guy. He's, he's a, a nice, nice guy. <laughs> that's Andrew and Mark do the magic hour in about fifteen seconds. 
the guy says, I got this box over here that's going to show you that whatever I'm going to tell you, you is, is true. Is all true. Here we go. He opens the box. Opening the box. Neil looks in the box, and he's like, all right, I believe you, but we as the viewer, we, <laughs> we don't, don't, see, we don't get to see what's in the box. I, I was hoping that it was a gun. I <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe me? I got something in here that's gonna prove me right. It's just a revolver. It's a gun. And you're like, oh, all right, all right man, I believe you want. you want, man. Fuck it. Okay. It's, yeah, magic's great. I love when he interviews those yeah. guests and doesn't okay. know how to pronounce their name. Right. It's great. Yeah. I'll leave the girl alone. I don't care. Just let me just, go. I'm just gonna go. Um. <laughs> this guy August tells Neil. That he's been tasked with keeping Emma safe and keeping her on the track to fulfill her destiny or some fucking garbage. And then he says, I don't know. She has to go to prison. Yeah. She got to go to prison. It's in her best interest that she go to a minimum security prison. Are you her probation officer? Is that the destiny you're keeping her from? Um, back at the at the the garage, Emma's like, "What the fuck?" It's like nine fifteen. Fuck, man! Nobody's shown up, and she calls, and she's like, "Well, wait." That's and the weird. number's been disconnected. The number's been disconnected, and a police officer shows up, and he's like, "Freeze, scumbag!" Just one lone Just cop. Just one cop with Just a and, all then by draw, and he like draws his gun on her. So like, I, like that seems like she's a minority. Am I am I right? This, or is this fucking? Or is guy. that joke a little too real <laughs> for you people? <laughs> what has Ferguson taught us, everybody? Mm-hmm. You know, this guy knows. The lamestream media won't tell you. Anyways, um, so and this is again another moment where I'm like, is this poor production or is everybody conning this woman? It's all on con. Like the cop is in on it. The cop is a stripper. It. They yeah. just paid him twenty bucks. They're like oh, hold up, this girl. It's a hot cop. Oh my God! <laughs> Give him a look at all these cops. They're so hot. <laughs> the cop says that the guy that ran away with the watches is the one that called in the tip to look at the Wait, sh- surveillance camera at the train station. This beat cop has how, a lot how, of inside information on this. Like he's he started his shift four hours ago, and they're like, uh, "Go pick up a woman on at a parking garage." It's like, "All right, fuck fuck, it, all right, sure. sure." But instead, this he knows everything. It's, it's Apparently it's Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> just how he dresses. Shift is twenty thousand hours long. Yeah. Um, Neil's the one that called her on it, so she's disappointed. She's getting arrested. He's like, "Where are the rest of the watches?" And she's like, "They're not coming He's back." Got it. They're not coming back. back. Back at the giant's place. The giant is now awake. He runs by with some really bad again. Again, this bad weird CG. Green screen. It just. It's noticeable, and I know that they're trying to do like fantastical stuff, but it's really noticeable. Yeah, he runs around, he unloose, he loosens some rocks, they crush Hook, and then he picks up Emma, and that's the act out. Act six. We're in Vancouver now, two months after this, eleven months ago. So I guess we're ten years and uh, ten months ago yeah, now. Nine months. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, Neil was talking with August, who says that Emma got 11 months in jail. Neil says, I'm the one that should be serving that time. But he gives August some money and the keys to the car. And he's like, give these to Emma when she gets out, I guess. I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. I guess I'm going to. I got to blow. I'm dust. I'm in Canada now, eh? So. Poutine. Am I right? Tim Hortons. The, the Vancouver Grizzlies. 
Uh, oh, well, they're in Memphis. Well, they'll be in Memphis in a few years. Um, Mark my words. They're going. They're leaving. <laughs> they're getting the fuck out of here. Um, back at the t- and the present at the at top of the beanstalk, Hurley is trying to kill Emma in some bad composing. He's yeah, like holding he's gonna, her. Like, squeeze her. And he- I wanted the King Kong of the giant fake the hand. Fake hand <laughs> comes in. <laughs> I mean, it might as well have been. Um, she bites him. She bites him. He goes, "Ow." That sucks. Drops her. Drops her. She runs away. She finds the sword. Or well, Jax. first, she she no. runs away. She uh, Hurley trips the trip wire and gets the thing dropped on him, like the big fucking rope. Uh, like we're talking like electrical cable, like yeah. the, the cable they hold up bridges. That's what was, that's what it was. <laughs> was used. And it was like thigh high on a human. And if the giants are trying to keep out humans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a human isn't going to get stuck in a mouse trap. Yeah. I but that's what happens here. It seems like she could have fit through the bars of the thing, Easily. too. Yeah. Who was this trap for? But Giant. The, a giant. It, it is giant. It is this giant cage that, that is falls the perfect out. size to capture, capture a giant. Uh, she then threatens him with Jack's sword, which I guess is poisoned and is used to kill giants. And he's like, don't kill me. I'm a, I'm actually a nice guy. I'm, yeah. Giants aren't evil. I, I'm the, I'm a nice one. Humans, are, he gives like some of the worst. He's like, humans killed. Humans are bad. Killed all of us. And I don't like humans. I don't, there's only one giant left and it's me. me. You have a compass. I need it. You're going to kill me either way. Go ahead. Kill me. You don't know me. I know you're kind. They massacred us and destroyed our beans. I heard it the other way. It's because the victors get to tell the story. This guy with a tear in my eye. But I, really- I am the only giant left in existence. Woo! <laughs> I hate to tell you, I told you so, <laughs> but I told you so. Which, that is how I would expect the last of the giant race to actually be talking. Like, just completely insane. <laughs> Whereas Hurley is just a He's just emo, a big sad fucking sack. sad piece of shit. Uh, she gets Hurley to give up the compass, which is like... Apparently, he kept it in his pocket all the time. And but as a, and another thing is, as a giant... As a giant, like... For scale, it would be like me always walking around with... Like a button... Half of a toothpick. Yes. And then, like, having it in your pocket and, like, being able to very quickly fish it out and throw Throw it. it. yeah. Because he, like, throws it to her. There you go. And And it's, like, a little bit bigger than an average compass. But still, considering how big he is, it doesn't make any sense that he would have it on his person all the time. Anyway. So, um... We're better off if he had said it's over there. And yes. then she picks it up. It's not a thing. Go yeah, over there. There. She um she gets the compass. He breaks out of the uh the cage and he's like, Rawr! and she's like, Oh, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. I'm I'm gonna get you. Uh but he's like, Thank you for not killing me. I'm on Giants are nice guys. And he like un- un- he rolls out a rock to show there's like a human sized exit for her to leave. Which why did he have that? You know, sometimes, like, you know, you got, like, a door. You don't want to get rid of the door. You're like, I could use this as a table. But, you know, maybe you're, you know. 
you know, <laughs> what are you some, talking about? Set up some saw horses, yeah. you know, and then just put it down. Some crossbucks. Yeah, you got a you got a you got a table. Yeah. So you just want to hold on to it. So he's got this hole in the wall of his he's castle. Like, this could be a thing someday. I, I, could, I could run I, some cabling through there. I could, pro- yeah, I could set my trip wire up better, or I could start like a like a mini golf course. Yeah, right there. Like, just. Right there. Yeah. This sounds great. I'm gonna One of these it. days, I'm going to do it. And if he had a wife giant to nag him about yes, it, like, he'd do long? it at some point. But no, he just plopped just a rock. Puts a rock there like, and decides it. to be I don't, just I sad. Don't fucking care. She, um, uh, she's like, oh, but you owe me two favors because I didn't kill you twice, I guess. I don't know. I'm. This is dumb. At this, if, if yeah. At this point, if I'm the giant, I just kick her. I'm just like, get the fuck, get the fuck like, out of this my... This is as nice as I'm going to be. Also, I'm wearing boots. I am the only person of my race. I am like a sad, lonely thing. Please let me suffer in silence. Get the fuck, fuck out, out of here. She's I like, no. don't want to deal with your shit anymore. No, you get to deal with two people. Yeah, if a home <sighs> invader, if a person broke into your home... Stole a bunch of your shit, wrecked some threatened stuff. Threatened to kill you. Uh, threatened to kill you and then didn't kill you. I was like, you owe me two favors. Get out. Get the fuck out. I've been always, I've always wanted to hack a giant. <laughs> Get out. She decides that um, she's going to chain up. She like goes to Captain Hook, who's alive. And he's like, oh, great job. You got the compass. And he's, yeah. she's like, I know I did it. And then she like handcuffs him to some wall. And she's like. I'm going to run now. You can leave in like 10 hours. Yeah. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Because I don't trust you. Because I don't. I've had my heart broken before. That. that he, I'm brooding. He all but says, who hurt you before, baby? <laughs> and then we cut to. Uh, we we cut to um, Mulan. Yeah. Who's down at the base of the beanstalk. And she's like, 10 hours. Okay. Time to fuck this beanstalk up. Here we go. Snow White's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Tackles Mulan. They fight. And she screams like, not my daughter. Yeah. And then she she basically goes, no. no. This is weird. I thought she was going <laughs> to cut her. But instead, she gets Mulan gets tackled. <clears throat> Great, greatest warrior in the group gets laid out by right. this like pixie Eight, haircut. Yeah, 85 pound Jennifer Goodwin. And she's just like, no. <laughs> uh, but it turns out Emma's back, so they don't need She's to like, cut I'm down the beanstalk. Guys, I think it's good. He's a nice guy up there. I don't know. They got to get some dust or some shit. I don't know. That's the next episode that they're leading towards. Pri- we cut back to prison. Eleven years ago, the officer shows up. Well, for at some- this point, it's ten. 10- Ten years. Ten years and one month. One. Oh, that's right, because she's about to get out of right. prison. So uh, uh, Emma has been has just served her time. She's about to get out. The officer shows up. She's like, "I got some mail for you, but I got to open up in front of you, I guess, because some fucking shit. I don't know." Yeah. Inside the envelope is a set of car keys. No. Uh, and no letter. No letter. It's just a set of car keys. So she's like, "Oh, you got a car when you get out." And, and a, a baby. baby. Dun dun. And then we look down and we see that she's pregnant. We see that she's got a pregnancy, a pregnancy test. Oh yeah, she's got a she's got a piss stick in front of her. Yes, that's what that's, it was. That's not. She doesn't have like a baby bump. She's just right. like she's now she's. So we she's don't know so, where this fucking baby is. Where did the baby come from? Was my question because she's been in a women's correctional facility for eleven months. Was she like r- raped by a guard? I don't know because it's not Neil's kid, right? And if she's just now. 
finding out about it, then she if the baby was conceived while she was in a correctional facility. I don't I don't know, ma'am. Also, she doesn't say anything, right? No, she just they, like we, this, we pan down to the stick, and it, then that's well. It. It's just it's a it was one of my favorite scenes because it was the end, but also because this prison guard comes in and is like, "Well, got a got a package for you." Doesn't say anything. Opening the package for you. <laughs> doesn't say anything. Car keys. You get car keys. That's cool. Doesn't say anything. <laughs> well, all right. It's oh, a, you're pregnant. It sounds like a conversation that I would have, like. Where I'm just trying to cut the cut the tension. Where like I'm talking with a coworker that doesn't really like me. I'm like, so uh, I'm going to the Chili Bees later. Uh, I'm gonna have half off apps, so I'm looking forward to that. You know, some cheese sticks. Uh, got some sliders coming my way. Yeah, buff wings. You can't go wrong with buff wings. Am I right? What you got on this desk? Oh, yo, you doing work? Oh, okay. Um. I got an email I should send out, too. Oh, you know, I saw this really funny thing. There was a cat, and it looked like he was driving a car. Look, I let me send it. Uh, when we're at, at Chili Bees, well, oh, you're going to – I'll meet you at the Chili Bees. Okay, I'll, I'll see you later. That's basically – oh, <laughs> lights are going off, everybody. Uh, that's basically my existence at work. The last scene is some fucking kid has a bad dream. It's the same bad dream that it's Aurora's dream. What the that Sleeping Beauty has, and it's supposed to mean something. Bob's at the White Lodge, but there's also a Black Lodge. Um, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on. Keeps. And that's and your we're episode done. of we are Once out. Upon a Time. Mark, I have to ask you. What did you think of Once Upon a Time? Andrew, this show is bad. What? Uh, uh, just a big mess. I think it's overloaded with characters and plot contrivances that I don't care about. But Frozen's going to be in it. Don't care. Um, and like Boss Nass, I guess? <laughs> Running Tammany Hall? Sure, sure. All your favorite storybook characters. Uh Mainly watching it, I just kept thinking, like... The Gungans are going to be there? First, I thought, I wish this was Fables, the TV show. And then I was like, no, I wouldn't want that either. Like, I just... I don't think there's a right way to do this show. We saw it. We saw the right way. It's called Once Upon a Time. It's called Once Upon a Time. Tallahassee. He shows up, and he's like, I'm a giant. Like, I would have preferred... I. Maybe the interaction between the four women is more interesting than what I saw. But, like, I would have preferred a show about these four storybook characters trying to go somewhere and trying to do something. Like, if that's what the show is going to be, then just set it in that. I'm not interested when we keep cutting back to 11 years in the past when she's, like, a prisoner or she's, you know, she's... We got to find the backstories. I don't care. I don't need that backstory. We need to know how the first Jack season of, got onto the, first, the island. The first season of Lost was fine because it had the right amount of backstory, where it would be like, "This is who this person was," and you go, "Oh, she was the she was the prisoner, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Kate was the prisoner all along." It got to be a big pile of dump 
like season four when we're going into other characters flash Look, sides I and like alternate dimensions and like horse okay like, like i don't care it's, it's a very just not that important like keep me on the island where interesting stuff is happening keep me on the beanstalk where interesting stuff is happening even if it's dumb and it doesn't make sense i want to know more about locks domino tournaments okay oh the man was so, so good. good at dominoes no wasn't it like uh oh, it was a uh, backgammon um, well, he shows the kid backgammon, but I think he plays like he like oh what is it? He like larps. It's really? revealed, yeah, in like season two, I think it's revealed I, that he was I only, larping I've in his free time. Just handfuls of seasons, that's all. I saw yeah. like the last two. He plays backgammon one. because he likes games and he's big on game theory or something. But he also larps. That makes sense because he was don't don't tell him what he can and can't do. Yeah, and he's in a wheelchair. That was a pretty good reveal. Walk, that's a good episode. Yes, that first season is good because it has the right amount of backstory. I feel like if at, we get in our own asses when we're like, she has a kid from the past that's also going to play into the future, but we're in storybook land. But oh no, we're also in Portland. <laughs> All right, see you guys later. Okay, bye. Okay, Frozen's coming up. <laughs> like I like I said, I I. I liked this show in the first couple of minutes when they said there's a compass up there. We got to get that compass. Yeah, that's fine. But when it's like we're two criminals in love doing the Bonnie and Clyde thing, what are we gonna do? I just keep thinking I I don't care what you do. I really don't. It really doesn't matter to me. Well, what did you think of the show? Oh, okay. Do well, you want to offer your opinions? It's I don't like I don't like hokey. I've said this before. I don't like. I mean, I like hokey stuff. Like, yes. I like dumb stuff. I like a lot of dumb stuff. But I think I know what we're going to watch next week. It gets to a certain point in my mind where I'm just like, I can't legitimately follow a story where it's like, I'm fucking Captain Hook. And I have to take Captain Hook seriously as a person. Yeah. I have to take uh, Snow White as like an accessible like person that I can relate to. And I know that's, that's dumb of me because, um, well, maybe if we had watched the first season, we could have seen who's how snow white is accessible. It, it throws me off. Cause I don't like, I don't like when characters are like, Oh, I, you know, you don't know the real story about snow white. Yeah. It, it just, it, it rings dumb. It just rings dumb to me, and it just rings, I, I can't get into it. It's well, the same reason I can't get into Buffy. I can't get into, um, like, Charmed or anything like that that takes these weird fantastical elements, and they're like. As a strong woman. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, it's just, it like, it. it yes, Buffy. It, it's, it, because every time they do it, they're like, well, they play it off for laughs. We're like. We're vampire slayers, but I gotta deal with the big test. But also, like, or Alias is another one where it's like Alias, yes. But also True Blood, where it's like, what if there were monsters in the real world? The answer is all bets are off. That's yeah. what happens when we find out that there's Wolfman. <laughs> yes, the government collapses and we all die. That's what happens if we find out that, like, wait a minute, when I when I die, I don't really die. Mm -hmm. Okay, everything's changed now. But in these shows, it's always like, yeah, it's mundane. It's like the day-to-day -day life, which we wrote a whole uh, Halloween spooktacular about this. And it yes. was played for laughs. But we would never expose humanity to that 
multiple times a week and no, start taking ourselves have, seriously. I would have a hard time trying to do that unless they want to give me a ton of money. And then I say, yeah, 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 baby. You want one every week? We're doing more and more. We want more Satan? Sure. sure. Why not? The devil there's, is in every there's single There's two Satans. Satans. All the Satans. Hellboy's here. <laughs> and he's he's got problems we can relate to. You know, he's got like, he's like got to go on a date. But he's got to kill a zombie at the same time. What in the world? Anyways, yeah. Like, their Captain Hook ended up being this very, like... Suave and debonair. Like, he, was, he was like I, a ladies' man, as unt- opposed to being like, Smee! And yeah. then running from the crocodile. That's what, that's, that's what I want That's to the see. hook I want. That's the hook I want, yes. I want the... Uh, um, Dustin Hoffman. Du- yes, exactly. I want him to throw Glenn Close into that chest. Yeah. But Mark, looking forward... We need to think about the next episode. Andrew and I have been tasked with writing the very next episode. The very next episode, the follow-up to Tallahassee, and a little segment we like to call, well, you fucking do it. I'll I'll read scene direction, and then Emma, and then you can have everyone else. So, okay. So, you know. Sure. I think there's a lot of scene direction. I think that's fair. All right. Interior, prison cell, 11 years ago. Emma dejectedly sits in her prison cell. A prison guard clangs on her door. Wake up, Swan. You've got a new cellmate. The door opens, revealing Jesse, who is probably like a fairy tale person or some such shit. We linger on the reveal of Jesse that we should know who the fuck this person is. Swan, huh? More like an ugly duckling. Exterior, fairy tale field day. Emma, Snow White, and Mulan tromp through the woods. Mulan, just a reminder, we'll need to chomp down the mystical tree of woe. And with its wood, we can make a ladder that will help us reach the underwater city of Atlantis. Nobody would expect a ladder to climb down into Atlantis. It's the perfect crime. The three arrive upon the tree of woe. Mulan, hmm, not much resistance. This doesn't seem right. Who cares? Get to the chopping. Chop, chop. Mulan winds up with her sword. An arrow zips through the air, clanging the sword out of Mulan's hand. What the heck was that? The three's gaze turned toward a nearby hill where a shadowy figure sits high atop a horse. It's Franklin Delano Roosevelt holding a bow. I have a new deal for you. Going straight to hell. FDR loads a flaming arrow and fires it at the trio, setting the tree of war woe ablaze. Interior prison cell 11 years ago. Emma and Jesse decorate their cell with fun pastels. The two have grown to be fast friends. I can't believe you also like the new radicals. Jesse, it's like we're twins. I know. It's like we've known each other all our lives. A dramatic music sting happens as it highlights some fucking thing that happened in a previous episode. Exterior, fairy tale field. The tree of woe burns violently as more arrows rain down on the women who take shelter under an overturned rock. We're stuck now. It looks unwinnable until a roar of an engine is heard in the distance. I think not. The cavalry is here. Roaring up over the hill is a dark black vehicle. It's the number three, driven by the intimidator Dale Earnhardt. Sitting shotgun is Shrek. Aye, time to kick some ass. Donkey pops up in the back seat. Hey! And that's fucking... That's pretty good. That's fucking that's once pretty upon much, a time. That's, that's what it is. what this fucking show is. I'm glad you found a way to make me do my, my Shrek impersonation. 
I thought I retired that I'm, in 2005. We all know all your favorite storybook characters, the Intimidator, Dale Earnhardt, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. I want to know who do you think they got to play uh, Dale Earnhardt? Ooh. Um, I want to say it's, uh, uh, it's a guest spot by, um, what's his name from Parks and Rec? Ron Swanson. Uh, yes. Yeah. Good that's, pick. That's, that's what I would say. It's just him angrily driving a big black car. Yeah. <laughs> just doing donuts around the tree. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't speak either. Yeah. Just he just does, does donuts. donuts. And Shrek's there for some Shrek's reason. Shrek's also there. And it, Shrek's, Shrek's animated, by the way. He's not like a Probably, guy I being think, Shrek. Yeah. He's just, it's just an animated really Shrek. Really bad CG. So now we have Marks. Mine has a fuck ton of characters oh, in it. Oh, for God's sake. Um, and it's so many pages. So many. Just, pages. I'm going to start reading this right now. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is Marks. Exterior, storybook land, base of the beanstalk. Mulan, Swan, Snow White, and Night Terror Girl walk away from the beanstalk. We've. Uh, am I, I'm Swan? Correct. Swan. Oh, I'm sorry. We've got to put some distance between ourselves and Hook. Mulan, now that we have the compass, we can get out of here. Snow White, which way do we go, daughter? Let's check. Swan takes out the compass and looks at it. The needle points north. We go north? Right? Mulan, wait a minute. How do we know this is a magic compass at all if it's just going to point north? Every compass points north. Not every compass. Yes, you're right. A broken compass would point would not point north. Every functional compass, though. See, I was right. And I'm really happy for you, but we still don't know where the hell we're going. Maybe it's just a coincidence. Maybe the right way is north. Then what was the point of all this? We could have just used a normal compass to do that. I've got ten normal compasses in this bag here. Mulan opens up her bag and dumps out an impossible number of items, including a hat rack. Where did you get that? I found it. Where? Held firmly in the hands of a flying English nanny. North then? Here we go. <laughs> Interior giant's lair, same time. Hook and the giant are seated on the floor. Ten separate hourglasses run out of time between them. Gets a bit lonely up here, I would imagine, eh? Every solitary minute that passes makes me hate humans more. Yeah, I could see that happening. The giant does not respond. What do you like to do with your time? Sit quietly. Come on, big guy. You gotta give me something here. I'm bored as all get out and you're not going to let me go for another, what, nine and a half hours? Tell me something about yourself, anything. No. Okay, ask me something. Coming up the stalk, I heard you say to the woman that you spent a lot of time on an island with orphans. What was that all about? Were you doing volunteer work or something? Hook stares at the giant awkwardly. He doesn't say anything. Hello? Hook is obviously trying to come up with something. It's getting weirder the longer you don't say something. I even gave you the out with volunteer work. Just say you were doing that. I'm starting to think you might have been doing something untoward those kids. Nothing. Now I'm certain that you and those kids no, were... No, definitely nothing improper going on with me on the island of orphans. I'll tell you exactly what was going on there right now. I'm going to tell you, and you will laugh, 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 laugh. Okay. Here comes that explanation right now. But first, let me have some water. Picking up a cup of water. Very dry here, very warm. Hook drinks from the cup for a long time. 
Good water. Here's the thing about me and those kids. Go on. <laughs> really dry up here. Hook drinks more water until the cup is completely empty. Interior prison cell. Swan sits in her cell. Lower third. Ten years ago, I think. Swan is nearly all the all is Swan is nearly all alone as her hand rests on her pregnant belly. The door opens and that prison guard comes in. Swan just wanted to pop in and remind you that you're gonna be out of here in two days. Must be excited. You didn't make too many friends in here, did you? Yeah, I guess this really isn't the right place for you, but who's right for prison? Am I right? Right? You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm getting at. Definitely not prison type. Didn't fit in. Except with that one woman who you were friendly with. What was her name? Ah, uh, yes. Good. Prisoner good. Yep, she was not really the prisoning kind either, but she made the best of it. Befriended you. Told you she'd find you someday. Even gave you a little gift. Sure was nice of her. Yes, it was. You know, usually we don't let that kind of thing happen. Raises too many questions, but Good was such a good prisoner. Oh, look what I did there. Good was good. Ha! Funny, isn't it? You bet it's funny. Funny as can be. Funny, funny, funny. Anyways, I see you're wearing your gift from Good right now. Got them right there on your feet. Well, anybody could look straight down and see that gift. Right there on your little feet. Indeed. I gotta make my rounds. Department of Correction sure isn't paying me to stand here and gab with you, are they? Definitely not. No siree, Bob. See ya, see ya, see ya soon, Swan. As the prisoner guard walks away, the camera slowly, slowly, slowly moves down Swan's face, past her chest, beyond her belly, continues down to her legs until we see her feet where we see that she is wearing a pair of ruby slippers. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, it's brilliant. Ooh. <laughs> Chills. <laughs> Woo. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Episodic Memories. Mark, another successful one in the can. Wow. When are the calls going to start coming in for these specs? These spec scripts. So good. They're so tight, so strong, so brave. And they capture... Capture we keep voice. pooping these things out and licking them, and we are so, so strong, brave. Yeah. so brave. Mark, what do we got next time in terms of what show we're going to watch? Next time we'll be watching episode two of the AMC original series, Rubicon. Oh, God. <laughs> Why would you do this to us, Mark? <laughs> I'm, in, I'm, I'm in the Rubicon right now. Yes, you are. So, season one, there was only there one. There was only one season. Episode two. two. Not one. So, just dropping us right in the Rubicon. Right in there. We're getting real. We have passed the Rubicon now, We people. are real deep in the con. So, season one, episode two of AMC original series Rubicon. Rubicon. Not to be confused with Low Winter Sun. Which I watched all of. What's the one oh, we could watch Outlander. On stars. No, no, no. We are sticking with Rubicon, <laughs> episode two. So if you'd like to play along, we would love for you to watch and uh, listen to us stumble through this. I think it's about like a Rubik's Cube? That's what I'm going to guess. I'm, I think it's I'm the guessing, creation of the Rubik's I Cube. I think that's what the show is about. It's kind of like um, Halt and Catch Halt Fire. And Catch Fire. So it's like that, but with the Rubik's Cube. Yeah. So that's, that's fun. That could be fun. Uh, if you'd like to email us, uh, you can always do that by emailing us at botvpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave a message on our website. You can 
friend us on Facebook, do whatever. But we'd love to hear from you. Uh, and um, you can listen to us on iTunes. You can listen to us on Stitcher. You Stitcher. Can do all of that. Stitcher. 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 Wow. Let's bring that chestnut back. <laughs> you can do all of that stuff um, <clears throat> uh, at your convenience. Mark, is there anything else? Thanks for listening, everybody. Yes. The uh, next week, get conned. We're getting conned, everybody. We'll see you later. Goodbye. So long. And keep watching the stars. Original, Original series. series. Outline. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs>